0: Hello.
1: Hello, is that Silver?
0: How are you doing, Laura?
1: I'm doing fine. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome to Starry Hearth. And uh, this is our very first episode. So um, I'm delighted to have you here. And um, yeah, let's hope that we can keep the connection. And um, let's get started. So, Silver, this... this. Um, this podcast channel is very much about um things that are somewhat unseen and um you know obscured from uh, mainstream culture and um you know there will be listeners who will be familiar with some of our subjects and there will be listeners who won't be at all and um the work that you've been doing um, and continue to do is uh, very, very um, uh, close to the ideal of, of what Starry Half is hoping to put forward. So, could you begin by telling us um, what you are doing at the moment?
0: Oh, okay. At the moment, um, I've just made the switch. Um, I work with. The gods and goddesses, sometimes, not sometimes, but they're part of my kind of spiritual entourage. And um, I got a bit of a by Sekhmet, and she's asked me to kind of step into my role as high priestess in terms of empowering women to kind of bring themselves to the forefront and their own gifts to the forefront. Because you lost often find that with unempowered women, you know, you keep quiet about that. Because people just tell you that you're crazy and sensitive and all that kind of stuff, and times are changing now
1: they, oh, yes, are. Yeah. they certainly are so um you let me just uh, tell the thank you for that now let me just tell the listeners now silver is an initiate of a cult called Kimbanda, and uh, Kimbanda um, initiates work with the issue and the pombag and the Issue are the male spirits and Pombagira are the female spirits. And um could you just uh tell the if if you could would you mind telling the listener a little bit about um about how you came to find your kind of spiritual home in this cult called Kimbanda and a little bit about it.
0: Sure. Um, basically, I my spiritual path has been very varied, and it's not something that I've ever searched out. Kind of like a spirit will turn up and be like stuff, or I'll see symbols somewhere constantly. And at the time, I've been working with Cernunnos, one of the gods, for a while, and I kept seeing islands like, everywhere, everywhere. So I was like, "Is it Poseidon?" The gods at that point. Um, and after two years, it took me <laughs> to Laura, um, I found Kimbanda. Um, and obviously, at the iconography for Issue and Bombardier because it came around during the um, slave trade where slaves were taken to Brazil and kind of the Christians were the oppressors at this point. Um, and the murderers and the torturers and all that as So these spirits who are very much about helping the oppressed um, and helping those who are suffering. So the humans decided that the trident was simply the best iconography because that's exactly what the Christians feared. Um, yes. So that's why it's got the trident. Um, so and the
1: Sort of symbolized you know in in those days the trident i mean i sort of think of neptune you know i can imagine you seeing these tridents and thinking neptune what am i
0: supposed oh to no, do with them? I did. Yeah. and i looked at the planets and i'm supposed to be working with planets now
1: yeah but in those days, you know, I mean yeah, I mean that the, the trident was a yeah, it was a symbol associated with and the Christians would associate that with the devil, wouldn't they? So I mean that was the that was what they feared the most. So it was the most powerful um, kind of opposition to yeah. how Christianity had oppressed people. Um, and and so so, you know, um, so Kimbanda is a Brazilian cult then, is it?
0: Yes. The um, Well, it was created in Brazil. The spirits, however, are very, very, very old and come from the continent of Africa. Um, there's, also, there's there's a lot of speculation because uh, spirits love a bit of mystery, so you never get a black and white answer. Um, but there's a lot, a lot of, of energy from the continent. Um, a massive amount of energy and yeah there's a male and a female spirits are the ones that we work, Bombajira and Ishu and their legion so you have kind of like yeah. from Spain um, a Bombajira from Mongolia um, and they all have different stories behind them so just like us really
1: um, and they're very close to us in terms of planes of existence so so they're not not so it's it's a kind of it's a cult that kind of really develops in in brazil but actually all all the, the spirits that um this cult works with are not they're not all brazilian but from what you're saying not at all brazil as it
0: stands is a huge melting pot and um yeah no it would be like as far as Isha and Bombajira are concerned, the more influence you have from outside, more influence, but influence from outside brings its own customs and its own knowledge and its own mystery. And they obviously um, want as much knowledge as they can possibly get so they can check things in certain ways and all this kind of jazz. So sticking to simply brilliant spirits wouldn't work for them because they'd only kind of have a limited reach. So they're everywhere.
1: Honestly, everywhere. And um and so can you I mean I mean I'm you know I'm fascinated by you know all by, by Kim Banda and and also by the um you know the ATRs, the African traditional religions. Um and um, you know just because I, I just am, you know, just for the the sort of richness that's in there. But, 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 but what I'd like to do is really kind of bring, make the connection about how how the spirits of Kimbanda can help people now in the world. Because this is the thing. I mean, people talk about, you know, people talk about all all, all the kind of pagan religions are. Uh, you know they all have their beauty and and I always search for where and how they can actually help life now and people living now and you know what what the sort of purpose is can you just explain to me how um how they well actually why why they have an interest in helping people
0: I believe that they the spirits who don't like suffering. They're kind of born in a time of absolute oppression and, they are angry. Yeah. and they're angry. And the spirits of the fire in the night, they're angry about that. So, anybody who's in a situation where they're or something's wrong, to be fair, some of the issue and was are very amoral. So, it doesn't necessarily have like the good thing to do. Um, but they judge that. Uh, for example, you know the thing that, that I love from Bob Giro is they want the nitty gritty stuff and to elite, help alleviate our suffering. Yeah, if we don't do the work ourselves, and if we constantly go to my ex-boyfriend, then we, we, <laughs> it's our own fault. And then they will ensure that things blow up in your face because you need to learn a lesson. They're very, very powerful spirits, and they are not silly. Um, if you Want more love in your life? They can bring that in, but again, they will do it in a way where um, you learn you're in control of that. They will, um, like, I say, rid of people for you that you want to leave you alone that are causing problems. They can help your business. They can help you with a stable home life. Um, they're very good, um, but they're, you know, sometimes I feel people have the impression of spirits and gods that and they go of course my child and then they wander off all serene and stuff and fix things for you kim van Perret's aren't like that they are just like us they have our personalities sarcasm um they're just so even though they're not they're just so alive they feel so alive to me um phenomenal absolutely phenomenal both issue and bombajira and they're both very different um obviously issues kind of traditional masculine roles and the same with Bombajira um but I just find it adorable how they interact with each other and um yeah at the end of the day yes. it's two, but it is a cult Bombajira is very much in charge
1: it's a really, really, it's a very in and out connection that we've got. We're kind of hearing you, and then you kind of disappear. Um, let's try for a bit longer, and then we'll see how it goes. Um, okay, so, I mean, I, I I feel that, you know, people tend to be, I know people tend to shy away from any kind of spiritual tradition that um, includes and allows for you know the other side of the coin so you know what I mean by that is you know everything uh, you know we have darkness we have dark stuff and, and nasty messy grubby stuff going on in the top side world you know the mundane material world and um I think one of the things that interests me about the work that you do, Silva, is that you address that and you don't shy away from working spirits that can address that or traditions that can address that and, that, you know, include that. Now, to me, that's just absolutely practical and realistic. You know, it's... It, it, you know, you... But I know a lot of people shy away from it, you know, and we're living in the age of, you know, the law of attraction and, you know, (laughs) everything Got to be light and dazzling, and you know you bring in more of that if you just focus on that. And I, you know, I get that. You know, we don't want to all be staring into the darkness and just sort of dwelling on, you know, the the, the sort of grim stuff. However, I do feel very strongly that um, neither can we ignore the dark stuff and the grim stuff and also people that get stuck in the dark and the grim stuff need to be helped out and the only way they can be helped out is if we go in and take their hand and nobody um well okay I won't say nobody but a lot of people who um you know are you know uh, believe in this as sort a of law of attraction and you know you you must if you vote fo- what you focus on you will bring more of it into your life people who feel that way often bypass those that need help the most um, because it's and i'm not saying that as an accusation i'm just putting that forward because it's a thing it's a thing that exists and I am absolutely all for having a platform for those that can actually walk into those dark spaces and and sit within there with somebody that's stuck in there and help them and the only way that you can help someone and bring them out you know whether that's a human being that's got stuck in a very dark loop or you know a spirit that's got stuck uh, they you, you can only do that if you're prepared to be in that place with them and 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 unravel it sort of thing um and i yeah i i find that the 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 fact that kimbanda actually is it's a it's a healing cult and it deals with well as you said it's a, it's a, the, the spirits of dark of the night and fire so for me that's so valuable because I feel that we're living in an age now where people are afraid of the dark and they've turned away and I, I totally understand that. But you know what about those that have been left behind in there? Um so I I I understand that you you've actually worked with people, you've worked with offenders who have um a serious offenders haven't you i mean when you were quite young you worked with offenders um because you have an interest in in that kind of healing and going into those places where you know frankly angels fear to tread kind of thing um and I wonder if, you know, that's that's why Kimbanda was the right sort of spiritual home for you in the end. Do you, do you feel that it took you a long time to arrive there and find it?
0: Um, well, it did. Um, it's ever since the beginning of my spirituality, like I've seen people since I could flip it. walk um, for a bit, but feel them rather than them coming for a chat and that kind of thing.
1: Did you actually see them when you were young? Yes. Did you actually see? Gosh, that must have been really frightening as a child. Um, It was okay because my
0: mum saw as well. Um, She died when I was nine, but so while she was alive, it was just kind of like the norm Um,
1: because you could talk to her about. Yeah, talk to her about. Yeah, and you know it was just
0: like, yeah, don't worry, that's just an old lady in the corner shop. Um, But when she died, there was no one else in the family that was like us, Um, so basically I believe my spirit guides or whoever whatever you want to call them, ancestors shut me down massively which I'm very thankful for because I would not have coped it meant I still felt massively um, when there was a spirit in the room but I just shook it off and put it down to I don't know what change temperature whatever because um, I'm very logical you know um, so yeah that was difficult but yeah no exactly in terms of My personality is if I fear something, I kind of run towards it to understand it more. Um, And in my spiritual journey, it's not been the nice stuff. Say hello, it's been the negative stuff that people consider dark. You know, when i circle in my 20s, uh, (laughs) all the, the really horrible dead people come and talk to me. And other stuff from other realms, and it's really hard when you you're in a development circle and everyone's just getting ghosts, and you're all like, well, actually there's this beast in the corner, or actually there's a fairy in the corner, and none of them seeing it. That's very isolating, and I used to very much have them pointed at me. Either I was a liar, or that I was attracted to this bit of stuff. There must be something wrong with me. I must have a dark soul.
1: I couldn't be further from the truth. I am an absolute delight. Well, darling, I mean, I know how much you've helped people. I know how much you've helped people who have been in places where nobody could reach them. And you have been the person that has uh, gone in and, quite frankly, saved them from going insane. So, are you. I think that this work is so vital that you're doing, and I feel that um, I know that now you're you're you've started a new project and you're offering something to women called Divine Rebellion, and and I think that's going to be incredible from what you've told me. Um, I, I'm I'm kind of hoping that you're still going to be. Um, be able to help people though, because this is you know, I mean, in, in, in the other way, you know, I hope you're still going to be able to help people because who have who are experiencing stuff spiritual stuff that's dark that they that nobody else can help them with because there just aren't enough people doing that, and there is as much negativity, darkness, and threat on the spiritual plane as there is on the earth plane, absolutely, and on the earth plane, people people don't probably get enough help a lot of the time but they but it's understood Uh, on the spiritual plane it's not and it's it's an incredibly isolating experience and and i know i know that what you what the work you've done has um you know really sort of sort of saved people's lives from going down the path And, and and young people as well you know young people so i i think you know uh, you know what you're saying about you know when you were in these kind of spiritualist sort of healing circles and so forth that, that they they were sort of at spiritualist churches weren't they when yeah. you kind of decided to kind of go and, in a know, very middle class it. areas obviously yeah i mean that you know that even there how how disheartening that even in those places you you still felt isolated um so your message, I mean your message, I mean, well, the message that I'm trying to kind of put forward really is that people, um, people, people need connection and people that are working with the oppressed, people that are able to visit the dark and help, they need support as much as people who are kind of stuck in there because um oh they need recognition uh it's, it's just such a valuable role and um yeah I, I think I think it's I, I think it's um I think it's incredible that you found Kim Banda and it sort of gave you, you you found your home your kind of spiritual home didn't you because that kind of incorporates everything that you've experienced yeah
0: like um when Basically, I hate, to, like, I hate to pull the English
1: card, but it's this little English
0: girl in this tiny, god island, right? You know as well, like, there is Christianity, that's it. They haven't got a chance. Some people might believe in Fae, some people don't. They don't believe in realms. Slowly, like, Celtic stuff's coming back, like the gods and stuff. And obviously, Wicca has thrived there. But again, if I went to a coven, I wouldn't be accepted because of everything I am and everything I see. Um, people need to remember that there are some people who are supposed to work with the dark like me and can't do that unless you get to know the dark. And the thing is as well, when in reality, they're actually pretty funny. Um, it's like a gargoyle turning up. That scares people no end. When in reality, they're your friend rather than foe. They're one of the best protectors you are ever going to have in your life. And godforses are very good at helping people with anxiety, kind of like pulling them back off the ceiling and levelling them out. They are exceptional at that. But they're scary looking. Um, and people just kind of need to, as always, understand things rather than fear them. I am not saying go run, get yourself an Ouija board and see what happens. But yeah, people need to just give fear a chance. Um, like it's fear, it is it's just fear, it, it's fear, and it's TV. I'm 100% blaming TV for it. Like, and that's a, that's another one of my massive problems that I get is people watching those like the dead files, not understanding or realizing that some spirits untravel through electricity because it's like a power source, obviously. Um, so I get chain watched all of the seasons of Dead Files and they're wondering they've got spirits in their house waking them up at 3am it's just not the out
1: there anymore that I think that used to be out there um, sorry so can, can you just explain that sorry what you just said can, can, so, so so you're saying that they so you're saying that that's a kind of route that's a kind of portal
0: oh massively Um. obviously if you're watching The Conjuring for example not so much because it's not Um, Obviously, it's based on a true story. Not doing it in that house, talking to those spirits, it's a portrayal. So that's very different. Um, However, the true life shows, stuff will come through your TV. I had it when I was developing. um, That's the way that they came. And the thing is as well, I'm not one who knows what they know from reading a book. I know it because i have either messed up at some point or I've gone into someone's house to get rid of some spirits or some entities, and that's what I'm being told is what's happening. So it's very real life experience, which so sorely needed um, with spirituality, rather than everybody reading it in a book and believing it's true. Books just an opinion.
1: When you um, when you say you know you're told when you go into a house, for example, or, or when you're doing any of your work um, for people. Um, I mean, could could, sorry, could you just say a few of the things, a few of the jobs that you've done? So I know you've worked for people um, who have needed, you've need people that have needed people to be uh, very, very dark, negative, sort of, you know, draining spirits who have been a threat, an ongoing threat to families. You've you've helped to sort of eliminate them from from the picture uh i know you've done that can you say some other things that you've done yeah um
0: oh god loads of things like one of my first cases where i was kind of doing it and getting paid for it which is the way it should be i don't care what anybody says otherwise people don't take it seriously yeah. and they just make the same mistakes again um, is i went into a house and there was two young daughters there who were adorable mom and the stepdad who were lovely Um, and the daughter was very clairvoyant the youngest who was six and she didn't know Um, went in she was six six. Um, and the reason they called me is she kept having vacant moments and tested the medical staff you know she was scared and she started wetting the bed again so little old me trundled around and um, basically what was going there was two members of the family who had died were basically haunting her in the worst possible way and abusing her while she slept um and one of their ways in was for tv cover up the tv turn the tv off at night um never have again got rid of those spirits either way um and as soon as this is one of the lessons i learned got rid of those spirits and something else that was living in the attic i was like oh it's all fine we're all good Has anyone got anything else they want to say and all my spirits like, "Are you good?" And I left, and she sent me a video the next day. You could see all the little footprints walking on the white duvet because I've gotten rid of like a bad layer. All of a sudden, the fae were now hopping around on this poor girl's bed. Um, I'd love to meet her when she's older because she's got some clear gifts. But yeah, so then I had to go back and deal with the fae and close all that up.
1: Um, but yeah, that was nice. So did you go back? Did you I
0: go did that, back one that? that one remotely. That one remotely and kind of like had a bit of a word, left a friend there um, in spirit and yeah, it wasn't a problem after that at all. And she's not like this little girl during at 3am in the morning, her mother, while her mother was in bed because the spirits were possessing her. It was a really not extreme situation. This is the same Yeah, six year old. How terrible Oh, so. um, was that in no America? England? That when you you in don't America? often hear it like that, England.
1: Yeah, sorry. Wow, sorry. When, when was that? Um,
0: that was when I was thirty-one,
1: so five long, no, six years ago. And how did they find you? How did that family find and, you? Dan? Funnily
0: enough, um, at that point, I was managing a dog rescue center. Um, and I knew
1: them through a friend that I was Dog Rescue Centre. Wow, how fortunate that they failed you. Gosh, so yeah, I mean I know nowadays you have um well you did have, I don't know if you still do, because I know you're setting up the new project, but um and I know you were sort of doing quite a few, di- well, not a few, but you, you sort of were doing this kind of work to help people where you could go in and, and, and solve the, the problems of, you know, negative spirits and entities interfering with people's lives and their homes. I know you, you had a page, didn't you, on Facebook that kind of, where people could find you. Um, so if somebody had heard your name but they didn't know how to reach you, they could put put, put you into the Facebook search and they could find you and and you were sort of a consultant. You were called a consultant, an author, weren't Mm -hmm. you? Um, I mean, is that still, are you still going to be available in that? Yeah, I
0: adore, that's the other thing.
1: As a high priest,
0: you have all these little pockets of things that you want want to do and that you're capable of doing, so shutting one off just feels really wrong. I adore helping like that. I used to work for a foundation I volunteered for a foundation that does it across the globe but their ethics and my ethics didn't match um, and they took a lot of credit for my work so um i'm doing that it means i get to work with my spirits i get to work with the luar when they turn up and just as much as i help people i love helping spirits that are trapped very very angry and deserve to go home at the end of the day so it's just oh,
1: great sorry, sorry say that again. you it's great sorry, could you say that again? You love working with spirits, for
0: what? The, um, deserve to go home. Like, there are lots of spirits who are angry because of f- things that have happened to them, which is quite rightly you know, when you've been stolen from Africa beaten, tortured, your wife sprayed, I'd be off at that so I'd be angry if I was haunting some old white woman's house um, so, and that tends to yeah, I just love doing that and it's not because I love being a martyr, because you can find a lot of people like that. It's not that. I just love working with Geddy. was hilarious. Um, and he's very good at getting results. So, yeah.
1: so, so when you, you know, so when you went in... Um, okay, so sorry, so let's stay on track here, Laura. So you, yes, so you're going to still be available to do that kind of work. As a high yes. priestess. that's one of your strands. Yeah. And your other strand is divine rebellion which is going to be about empowering women on on sort of spiritual and psychological and emotional levels really yeah. isn't it it's kind of it's a bit like it's a bit like the, the sort of modern um you know the, the modern sort of antidote to
0: the patriarchal so, yeah that's exactly it that's exactly it, it. That's exactly it, it.
1: it. the shaming Shaming of the witches, kind of thing. It's it's sort of like the yeah. So you know that's going to be something that women can access. Um, you know, even if they're not sort of identifying themselves as kind of you know having a spiritual struggle, it's just it. But but you know, oftentimes people's struggles are multi layered, multifaceted, and 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 this is going to help people on sort of various levels massively
0: it? it's kind of it's Sekhmet obviously sat me down me a bit of a bitch slap and very much said you know this is I don't think you understand that you, all your life decade. is kind of like claiming your own power back and it has um, I was an absolute train wreck in the worst possible I was suicidal I was self-harming it was the, I had no power massive amount of soul loss and um, and my life is... How old were you at um, that point? Oh, my God. Since young till... Oh, it's hard to say. Like, I was probably a wreck till I was... Oh, it's hard because it's constantly up place by the time I was 30 because of all the work I've done. Yeah. Massive amount of work, spiritually and all the other things. But now I am a completely different person than I would be at 30. I am far more grounded in my power and able to talk about that than I was when I was 30. Um, and she was like, you know, I don't think you understand, Silver. that this is what women need at the moment and this is what the world needs. And it's not um, necessarily about, you know, because obviously I'm a high priestess, so was like, oh, I'm so you're going to start initiating priestesses Then That's not really my jam. It really isn't my jam because although I'm an initiate of Kumbanga. I don't belong to them and they don't belong to me. I belong to myself. And with Sekmet, I don't belong to her and she doesn't belong to me. I'm very much about freedom and kind of like doing what you want to do when you're doing sovereignty over your own life. So for me, it's about the women who have no idea what they are capable of because they have been beaten so badly by parents and boyfriends, sometimes themselves, bosses, whatever it is. Um, it's me literally helping them drag themselves out of the gutter what their life can be Um and like in today's society there isn't the structures for there to be priestesses obviously you get the random like well, we can priestesses that's fine you've got the structure um, And within the ATO yeah. they have the structure for priestesses however if I want to go and be an Egyptian priestess where the Jesus some are going to go and do that it, the world and the world has evolved and changed in terms of travel where people live ancestry and all kind of jazz that it's not going to work going back to the old ways we kind of need to evolve and kind of like bring the old ways into them the way that canada does bring the old ways into modern society so you could be a priestess living at home a working mum but you affect that entire community around you and change their lives without even realizing it you know you don't have to be a priestess of a religion to be a priestess it's just who you are down to your very core, but in the same breath, you obviously get loads of women who say, "Oh, I'm a priestess." When they didn't, they did a course on the law of attraction one day. <laughs> so you can't win.
1: <laughs> well, hang on, no, but wait. I was just thinking as you're saying that, but I, I think is would I? I mean, I'm not. I'm. I'm just thinking that. I think the distinguishing factor would be the degree of sovereignty that the woman with spirit is that not would that be the determining factor
0: I'm so sorry can you repeat that actually cut off
1: oh okay Okay, so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I say, I think, okay, so we, we were talking about, you were talking about, you know, the priestess, um, the role of the priestess in today's society. Yeah. And it's, it's very valuable. And um, I think on one hand, you know, you're saying that it's it's kind of, you know, we, we the world has changed, and you know what determines whether or not someone is a priestess it c- it cannot be what it used to be. Um, and there's a kind of there are different sort of goalposts now. But yeah. but I think it's but I think wouldn't you agree that the amount of sovereignty that a woman has over her own life and the sense that the, the yeah, the control of her own power and her relationship with spirit would determine whether or not she can take that title.
0: Um, not. It depends on where you look because if you go to the ATRs, yeah, where they have a, a very systematic way. African traditional religions. For anyone who doesn't know what ATR is, like Voodoo, Santeria, Cambly, Um if you go, you don't even do in some houses you don't necessarily have to have that um psychic massive connection to be a priestess a yaya or tata or Human or Mambo in there because it's very it's almost like (laughs) to make this an algebra it's almost like a recipe so you you sing the song yeah have a symbol you have a very ritual way of doing
1: it that i understand that no i just i completely understand that sorry I do understand that but what I mean is 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 if we're t- if we're stepping outside of those structures you know you were saying that okay. if we're know, outside of- can-
0: yeah but there's also the thing Sekhmet was very much about there are priestesses out there who are just under this blank of self doubt and being beaten down by everything and it's time they've got to emerge but ideally on the beginning of that journey for them and then they go on to have that sovereignty and to do their own connection to spirit i believe everybody has a connection to spirit in varying degrees um, it just depends on what it is you're supposed to do everyone seems to think you know you need life purpose' this huge thing where you have to go out and save people fuel people, people or be a medium and that's not the way life purpose works at all um, we make of it what we make of it. Um, but yeah, I'm so sorry, I go back all the time <laughs> because my head's in the clouds. Um,
1: what would was... I think? Yeah, I mean, I I I, I get what you're saying. I, I think that do you would you agree though that priestess, priest, priestess, those words, you know, you are a priest or a priestess of something, you know, you are you are a link you're a bridge between the divine oh, yeah. and earth and that's so to me so to me if we're talking about what determines whether someone can take that title you know and outside wicker or atrs or what have you you know today's kind of structures that kind of give people those titles If we're stepping outside of that and saying you don't have to be part of that, you can be you can you can claim your priestesshood without being part of one of those systems, then to me you have to to do so, you would have to be connected, really connected to spirit. Massively
0: connected. Um and the
1: thing is No, also I was gonna say that it's down to the gods not 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 yeah. somebody that runs the house it's down
0: to the no. Dogs in the house. no and even in the house the person should be presented to the spirit to get either a yes or a no because at the end of the day yes yeah. or a priest you are representing the that you are a conduit for so exactly. you need to be very aware of who you are and what you're doing um exactly otherwise it leads to trouble
1: and, you know, so presumably, I mean, you know, people can say, oh, yeah, well, anyone can say that they're a priestess. And yes, this is true. They can. And, but, but, you know, my sort of, sort of safety net on all of that is in my mind is that, yeah, but it's not going to last. It's not going to, it's not going to hold.
0: No.
1: Because if, if it's not authentic, because if it's not authentic, the gods won't be having it and it'll collapse anyway.
0: Massively. No. And the other thing is that people that
1: like that tend to get bored when they don't get the accolades they think
0: they're gonna get, because it is a fudging hard road to walk down, very isolating. But when when you don't get the accolades and people realise, because people read your energy and you know that you're on if you're not truly one, um, they tend to move on to something
1: else. And the next thing you know, they're a
0: one about being a priest or a priestess.
1: So But uh, you know, but I mean you you you're, you're what I hear from you, Silver, is very much that you know something that I always look for in every tradition and every every place I've ever gone. You know, on my path, it's always. Yeah, but what's your purpose? That's always my question. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, really great, really impressive, really. But what's your purpose? What's the purpose? Um, we're raising power. We're doing this, okay, yeah. But what for? What's your purpose? That's always the bottom line for me. And with you, what I hear is all the time, everything. It's your purpose is absolutely crystal clear. Is that you are, you are a healer. And and you are not uh, a unicorn and rainbow healer. You are a healer who walks into the dark and helps people.
0: Absolutely. And that's,
1: so to me, that's that's the purpose of priestesshood. I mean, I'm not saying that's the only purpose. I mean, obviously, there are... You know, people people use uh, people are have different purposes, uh, but you know, with their work, with the divine. But you know, as we could be talking about a Christian minister. I yeah. mean, you know, in the end, what is his purpose? You know, his purpose is to raise people up um, who are down, face down in the gutter. To me, that's for me personally. But you know that, and and so you know the work that you did with the prisoners um my know, whole these...
0: career has literally been um i worked with the homeless in a homeless hospital
1: i worked specifically with drug offenses
0: i worked with people who were diagnosed terminally with cancer because i wanted to know i wanted to help but also something i've not done and i massive problem there again in terms of power um, how people are treated once you're given a terminal diagnosis is diabolical, and so I wanted to help with that. Um, yeah, it's all just about power inequality. I've worked with domestic violence victims, um, and it wasn't something that I put together until about two days ago. <laughs> when, but actually, my whole life's been about dealing and helping with power inequality, and like I say, going into the dark, bringing out the best and the worst people in the world, really.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, this is so, you know, all of this, everything, the whole, you know, my idea about doing this, this podcast is I want to talk to people. I want to talk to interesting people who are doing interesting work that people aren't necessarily aware of in the mainstream. And every, and, and it's all going to be about, I hope, um, how how we can help, how we're helping, how people are helping humanity. And, you know, your work is... I mean, your new work, your new work is about empowering women and, and you know, that resonates very much with, you know, the witch trials. And I you know it's about people shaking off the shame for how they may be different for how they have been put down for how they haven't been able to stand up in their power um well i'm having
0: to deal with the whole with female empowerment phrase because in my mind i've got like this random coach stood at the front of a room with a flip chart And it's not me. And what I was shown was with literally a crowd of people, women I will stand up and they will literally help everybody around them because they're stood in their power. You know, you empower one woman, she changes the entire village around her. And that is what's so important. As soon as one woman acts like that, all the women around her see how it's okay to be and see that that's possible. And it makes such a huge change.
1: Such a huge change. Yeah, so, I mean, you're going to be... So you're going to be doing this... Uh, how are you going to be doing this? I mean, you're going to be... Okay, so look, let me just say this to be clear to the listeners. You're going to be... If you're interested in... People are going to be interested in Kimbanda, which is a, a healing cult, and it's interested in helping... The spirits are very interested in helping the oppressed and people that need help on this plane, because... They have an understanding of living an oppressed life. Um, And that is your, that's the kind of, that's the sort of, that's the tradition that kind of um, holds you in a way, isn't it? Um,
0: That's quite, uh, I had, I worked with Egyptians like prolifically and they feel like, very very old very very grounded and they're like it's, and it's almost like they're my nun. and the Kimbanda spirits are my friends does that make sense? they feel newer, younger yeah. they basically you, make kick my butt
1: did you say the Egyptians are your nun? yeah <laughs> I love that
0: but that's how they feel, you know <laughs> old, a bit slower, no offence and very powerful and wise and you know they'll say words that you need to hear but they will wait until you ask or until you've proper messed up in the corner whereas the Kimbanda spirits are so close to this plane they just will hear the entire time and they're around um so they, are, they feel so different for me and I need them both equally as much massively um, and it's funny because yeah. the female empowerment thing kind of started because of how Bombaajera is used in the cult by a lot of people. Um so she's been vital in me doing this and kind of like in the fire within me to get angrier by the day. <laughs>
1: so. yeah, so okay. and um yes, and of course Sekhmet, um yeah, ma'am. she's Egyptian, mm. and she she but she has pushed you forward greatly with this new project she was the one who so, basically said um, it's okay
0: to stand up and say who you are why haven't you done it for so long she's very much been, not the confidence but you know it's okay I've said that you're a high priestess it's okay to actually say that out loud now to other people Yeah, and she good. kind of explained how it would work in the modern day era as well um, so yeah I love them both
1: yeah, and uh, you know, um, I mean, you know, we need high priestesses. We need high priestesses in in our world today more than ever, and um, massively, we really do. And and you, you know, you you have the connection with the gods, and you heal, and you go into the dark, and you help where other people won't go, and you. And you, you kind of pass on your knowledge and you teach, say, other women. Uh, so for me, you take... And uh, I, I, think, I think it's... Uh, as you say, I think when one woman stands up and has the courage and has shaken off the shame and the potential for ridicule, it enables yeah. other women. So I really have. Today, Silver. Thank you, and uh, and I'd like. Yeah, I mean, really, because it's you know, and I think it might be just worth mentioning also um, the 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 issue about you know different gods, because I know some people really have an issue with that, don't they? It's like if you're not, you know, can't you can't sort of take. From different traditions but the thing is is that you know if certain come to you and they are from different traditions and you're not a paid up member of the club of those traditions all of those traditions but nonetheless those gods have chosen to interact with you um then you know that's a real connection and you you don't again it's like the structures and the the rule books, you know, they just don't apply. It's like the real thing, the proof of the pudding, is in the connection with the gods. The you know, and and if people, you know, the the authenticity of that uh, is known by the outcome of the work that you do. Absolutely. So- and
0: I know sometimes people have this issue with, um, you know, I'm not sure if it's just me, or and whether I'm think, you know, making this up, or if I'm seeing all these things, and it's kind of my imagination and all that kind of stuff. The way that I still have that now to this day, and will always have it till I die. Yeah. The way that it, I managed to kind of like prove it to myself, or they prove it to me, is that I have the randomest, weirdest gods that I've never heard of in my life come up and say, all right, love, like I have, who do I have? Like Babi, who is an Egyptian god, he's a baboon who eats people's entrails. He now is one of the first gods that I call on when I have to do a walk around exorcism of a house and get rid of something out of someone's house. He's the first one and he's more than happy to do that for a beer, you know? Um, but at the same time, one of the main guys that I work with, um, is Anubis because he was, when I, um, cause I went from the light path, as a lot of people do, the Reiki and all that jazz. And I was like, nah, this ain't gonna fit. and then I found a guy, um, who's far more, he followed a Lakota path and had them 40 years. And as soon as I went into that, um, it was the Egyptian. And my first experience was with and Anubis and they're still to this day, um, the two of the closest by me for the last like 10 years um so yeah it's finding the little things that kind of prove things to yourself that are so valuable
1: yeah yeah sure absolutely and I you know and I, I just I find that quite reassuring you know that you can say that um I mean I don't need to be reassured because you know i experienced your work and I know you but you know other people I, I think probably find that quite reassuring because that someone can actually just be honest and say yeah even I need to have it proved to myself sometimes and I think that's um that's how you die really and, and also yeah. to understand that the you know the, the line between the two realities and the worlds sometimes Um and uh, the only way of knowing anything is the outcome of the work just always come back to that the outcome of the work um yeah so yeah the outcome the outcome of your work um is 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 the proof so you know i i really i really hope that this um this goes well for you the divine rebellion because i know this is a you know your your latest um project and it's kind of what everything's been leading up to for you and and i think you know women need this at the moment so um and if people if people want to contact you how do they do that if 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 anybody's interested in
0: the easiest way is just send me a facebook message simple as that silver wolf send me a facebook message that's the easiest way for everybody i think Okay, and that's whether it's the divine rebellion, whether it's I've got something in my house. What the hell am I supposed to do? Or I think my kids seen dead people. Um, I've seen it all, baby. <laughs> so nothing is shocking.
1: Okay, okay. So Silver Wolf on Facebook, and uh, you don't need to worry about which page or which which aspect no. of her work. Just go to Silver Wolf. You'll find her. And, and there aren't any other Silver Wolves at the moment, are there?
0: not with my ugly mum. no it it has all my information under it in my bio so you'll know it's me
1: yeah yeah uh, just to say silver is actually a, a, a very pretty woman with long dark hair <laughs> just so you know it's ginger,
0: yeah. at the <laughs> it's
1: ginger at the moment yeah you. the sun's no, bleached nice, nice. um Okay, well, listen, I I think it's been it's been really great. And um, I'd like to maybe get you back and and go into some of these areas in more depth. Um, But I think this is this has been quite a a good sort of overview of what you do. And um, a really, you know, really lovely first episode for me for Starry Heart. So thank you so much, Silver. All right, darling. It's been great. Lots of love to you. Bye-bye.